hard to tell sometimes. When you see them live and in person, then you know, all right, that's not that's not uh, AI. That's not artificial intelligence. That's the real person saying something that's just a little crazy, but at least it's the real person. If it's on the computer or over the phone, you might not be as sure because the debate over AI is ramping up. The Federal Trade Commission is investigating open AI. And uh, my guest this morning is a knower of a lot of things, uh, uh, intelligence, artificial and otherwise. Uh, James Chernowski, thank you very much for talking with this morning. What's your take on uh, AI and, and, I don't know, the government saying words like, we have to write legislation to control it, when I just read an article the other day that AI is writing its own legislation to control itself. I don't know how true that is, yeah. but, you know, seriously? Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's a great question. I think uh, artificial intelligence is an extraordinarily powerful technology that has its own limitations by its own mission from companies like OpenAI and Google and Microsoft and all the groups that are working on these kinds of things here. So nothing surprising there. I think that, you know, again, it has to it has the potential to go and transform many sectors of our economy, from healthcare to education to um, even how businesses are interacting with consumers. There's a lot of things I think are really positive here. But, you know, none of that's going to be possible if, you know, members of Congress are writing bad bills or uh, you have the FTC being overzealous in its investigations of open AI, uh, trying to crack down on the speech that it is producing through its chatbot because all of its inputs are based off of, you know, things that are publicly available on the Internet. And that would be the FTC basically trying to control what's going into the large language model, and that's not okay. Um, so I think that, you know, it's a very promising technology, but it's only to go as far as we let it go. Um, you know, there's a very real risk that if we put bad bills in, if we do bad regulations, that you're really going to stifle this otherwise promising technology. Well, what scares an awful lot of people, and I guess I – to a degree, count myself in the group, is that w- what artificial intelligence will go, and you, you said, only as far as we let it, quote-unquote, what's to stop artificial intelligence from just going around whatever roadblocks you put in place? We've all heard that story about researchers who were working with a, a group of um, other researchers who spoke Portuguese, they didn't speak Portuguese, so they took time out, come back tomorrow with a, an interpreter. In the meantime, overnight, the computer in that uh, research facility taught itself how to speak Portuguese so they could do it together in the morning. Then nobody asked the computer to learn how to speak Portuguese. It just taught itself all by itself. That's awesome. Also kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't hear that story, but that is that's certainly pretty cool in the sense of you know computers trying to bridge the gap to better understand and help those researchers with the with the task that they're taking. Again, I I think that you know it's a conversation where we have to be a little honest about like what is the actual potential here. I think a lot of people see that kind of stuff and they think that it is um, equivalent of sentient AI and. Uh, thinking about those Terminator uh, scenes, if you sure, will. Sure. And that's not necessarily a realistic expectation for what AI is going to be. Again, it, what it is, especially in the context of, let's say, a chatbot, it is just a, a large language prediction model. Um, it's just trying to figure out what are the next words that make sense and putting it all together and tying it with a nice, pretty bow. Um, but it's not going to be sitting there like trying to come, you know, you know, 
uh, you know, think about how a way to go and destroy the world. That's not realistic um, right now. And, you know, I think that people and the companies certainly are, you know, thinking through ways of how they're going to responsibly develop this technology. And that's really the most appropriate course path right now, because if you're talking about trying to control it via law, um, that's going to tend to be a little bit overly burdensome, and it's going to result in companies doing a lot less. And I'm not sure that that's where you want to be. I think that, you know, again, there's, there's definitely a role where we can have a good conversation without going and cycling the technology. Well, it, it, but keeping it growing, as you mentioned, it's the answer, but it's also the answer, the cause. Uh, uh, it's yeah. going to solve everything or cause everything. Is it possible for human beings to keep only one part of AI moving forward? Yeah, you know, I think that right now a lot of the use cases are focused on on pretty explicit things. There's always going to be bad actors that are going to be out there to to use this technology in a nefarious way. And, you know, I think that you can't – that's not in our control in many ways. And that's why, you know, I don't think that you want to stop because you know that there's going to be bad actors doing whatever. That's always going to be the case. And I think that by investing in this technology more – you can actually go and be better prepared to counter malactors that are trying to go and use this technology to do bad things. Um, so, you know, there's always, you know, new training that's trying to figure out, well, what's a deep fake, what's, what's not authentic yeah. to a human being that's being produced. Um, you know, was that code written by a person? Um, you know, all these kinds of things are, are things that we're seeing develop as a result of our investments in artificial intelligence because as all the bad actors try to use it in the way that they are right now, um, companies have a vested interest in not letting that happen on their own stuff. So um, we're seeing a lot of things develop on that side to try to you know, undermine the ability of bad actors to just use this for whatever reasons they want to. Well, and the thing that scares in a lot of people is, you know, we hear stories all the time about that bad actor who wrote an algorithm to break into this company or that company and stole a bunch of uh, information, names, addresses, personal uh, health information and so forth. So uh, double check yeah. your... Uh, your password on your target credit card or whatever. What about the bad actor who writes an algorithm, uh, uh, plugs it into artificial intelligence, then goes to bed while the AI does all the work overnight and you wake up in the morning and everything's been broken into and everything's been hacked because AI can do by itself what it takes a human being forever to do. And we're all in big trouble because that bad actor gave that AI the go ahead. Well, again, I think that that's something where that's already been a problem for years because um, when you're writing an algorithm and you're executing an algorithm, AI is going and driving a lot of that process that's being carried out there. So that's not necessarily a new problem that we've been facing. It's been there for years, and companies are investing in cybersecurity and other kinds of tools to try to protect that sensitive information. The government is, well, not exactly great at it, but they're trying to get better at you know protecting sensitive information. I'm still old enough to remember that the IRS was uh, hacked back in 2016 uh, by people doing this kind of stuff, and that cost them, you know, 700,000 taxpayers sensitive information. So I think that, you know, as a general point of order, what these kinds of things remind us of is just how important it is for both the government and for the private sector to invest in strengthening their cybersecurity. Uh, Malactors are always going to be there, which means that at the end of the day, what you have to do, whether you're the government or a private company, is invest in securing your servers and securing your data, so that way you're mitigating against that downside risk that happens if you have a, a, a you know a malactor trying to go and do a data breach on your servers. James Chernowski is our guest on the Crosstalk on WIZM. He is with uh, he he is the 
cyber are are you comfortable with that the cyber expert the <laughs> the knower of all things open ai <laughs> what doesn't say, it doesn't say knower of all things i have to at least say that uh, uh, james but uh, from americans for prosperity the senior policy analyst uh, in technology and innovation, and as far as I'm concerned, the knower of all things that I worry about and wonder about, and the answerer of all questions. Thank you very much for talking with me this morning. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. Same to you. Have a great weekend. James Chernowski from uh, Americans for Prosperity. Very important to keep an eye. Very important to keep an eye. That is E-Y-E on A-I.